Professional jockey Mike Smith has reached the pinnacle accomplishments a jockey could strive for. He is a Hall of Fame jockey, winning races such as the coveted Triple Crown, Irish Guineas, Queen's Plate, and Dubai World Cup. And he has been part of some of the most controversial moments in horse racing history, also riding for trainer Bob Baffert. But speaking with Mike, you would never know that such a humble person is still not done. He wants to do it all over again. So big money, Mike, let's get to business. Tatiana Ryan, and we finally have with me Mike Smith, the great, the epic person who has ridden so many of the most memorable horses out there. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well. Doing real good. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. You got your dog in from outside where it's nice and sunny in California. <laughs> yeah, she's out in the sun, so she's back in now. What kind of dog is she? She's a blue-nosed pit. She's absolutely adorable. Yeah, she's a good girl. So you're an animal lover. Tell everybody how you came to say, all right, this is it. I want to ride all these crazy horses for a living. <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was growing up. I grew up in New Mexico on a ranch, a uh, little town outside of Roswell called Dexter. And my grandparents had, uh, he had a couple of quarter horses that, 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 that he would race and, uh, had my uncle trained horses when he got them ready to go. We kind of had a, a farm where you get them, get them ready to go out to the racetrack. So he, you know, he was breaking a lot of babies and, and I actually wanted to play football in, in, in school and just never, never grew big enough to actually do it. And, you know, was always around horses and, and had the opportunity to get on them all the time. I've been riding since I could remember. And, and, you know, one thing led to another. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on, on a lot of horses, helping him break babies and, and galloping a lot of horses for making a living doing it and, and riding match races. And, and by the time I turned 16, it, it was time to head off and turn professional. So it just kind of like gradually came into progressing into professionalism. Yeah, I mean, at the time, my father rode a little bit, too, as well, which which uh, before I was born, uh he got too heavy too quick, but but he rode as well. So it's, it's always been in my blood, and I've always been around racehorses on both sides of the family. So it was just the uh, it just kind of came natural to me. Now the difference between the quarter horses and the thoroughbreds, because a lot of people bounce from the quarter quarter horses into the thoroughbreds. Like, do you ever want to go back to the quarter horses? I've always kind of wanted to go back and, and and win win a big one. I'd like to have been the only jock to to have won the All-American in the in the Kentucky Derby. That'd been pretty cool, you know. But uh, that ship might have sailed by now. Uh, I haven't been on the quarter horse in many years and not too sure I could even stay on one leaving there, to be, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, but yeah, a lot of people transact transition over, especially if your weight stays, you know, light enough as a rider. Uh, if, if you're not, if you, if you're, if, if you can keep your weight under control, it's just, it's kind of a natural thing where you wind up, just riding thoroughbreds instead of quarter horses. Now they're obviously a lot faster, a lot longer of a distance. You guys go with the thoroughbreds and you have ridden some of the most epic horses out there. Which was your favorite to ride? Well, she's probably, 
probably behind me right there on that on the wall <laughs> that's Zenyatta. Uh she was probably the the most uh entertaining horse to watch run uh, the whole show she put on the show from the time she'd walk into the paddock uh, the post parade and then of course her style of, of of running you know where she always came from dead last and and just seemed to seemed to know where the wire was and always time it just right and just get up and i mean she won by the where i say you know a head or a neck you know a lot of times was probably the easiest head or neck that you, she could she could have probably won by 10 but she liked to just kind of play games and so she always made it very interesting you know she went uh, 19 for 20 uh she almost went 20 for 20 she was only beaten that far the last time she ran in the breeders cup classic at churchill where where blame beat her she got pretty far back and just couldn't make up the ground. Uh, but she was just an incredible horse, and she'll probably always go down as as, as my all-time favorite. She's obviously one of the most memorable fillies out there. But you were awesome. You got to ride another filly, and this is how I actually got to see you in action, was at Delaware Park on Songbird. You rode no, Songbird in that epic race where it was literally by a nostril between – Beholder and Songbird. Was there any exchanges between you and Gary Stevens at that line? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I he kind of fist pumped and celebrated. See, he thought he had won, and I, and I, I, I kind of thought I did. And I thought, well, uh, I think he might be celebrating just a little too soon there. Uh, but of course, the number had had come up by the time we we had we had jogged back and and. Uh, you know, it was one of those races that if you were if you, you you didn't feel like you lost, even though you didn't finish first, it was just a race. It was an epic race. It'll go down as probably the best battle in in Breeders' Cup history, as far as two horses hook up from the quarter pole to the wire like like they both did. And 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 then me and Gary to be as close as we are, you know, we're more like brothers than than we are competitors. Uh, we're very very close, uh, like family actually. And so if I was gonna get beat, I was I was certainly glad it was my big brother that beat me jockeys do get really close we've had a couple jockeys on well we've had Tyler come we've had him on before and he's yeah he's amazing it was really cool to come on and tell us about the whole jockey atmosphere and how you guys do get so close and become like brothers because you're traveling all together you're you're racing together you're all day together like how does that bond like stick with you that you never even when you're not racing you're, you're still there well, it's a lock the lot the locker room atmosphere too. Uh, I think in any sport, uh, I think that's the hardest to let go of when it's time to to call a career. Is your is, is you know your your friendships that you've had with with all the players you play with and all the riders you ride against. Uh, you know you're like family in there. You spend a lot of time together, uh, and at times you know our lives are in, are, are in each other's hands at times. Uh, so it's. You learn to you learn to get pretty close, and it can get a little heated in there as well. You know, it it, it it's a little bit of everything. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we're just all glad we walked away safe and sound. And we all live to fight again the next day. And we saw you not long ago do a whole video with uh, America's Best Racing with dressage writer Anna Buffini on how you prep for races and your workout regimen. Like, how important is it for you to have such a strict regimen? Well, especially for, I mean, look, I, one thing I did right in my life early on was was take up physical fitness at a, at a very early age in my 
early time in my career where now I'm, you know, I'm in my fifties and I, 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 I still have the same workout regimen that I did when I was in my thirties. Uh, and I can still, I can still finish it pre pretty easy. So I've kept myself in great shape and I think it's really paying off in the later years of my career. And if you want to have a long career and you can stay, you know, healthy as far as injuries go, uh, if you start now, man, if you start when you're in your twenties, believe me, by the time you're, you're 50, you're, you, it, it's just, it's, it's actually the easy part is riding the hard, the hard part for me is, is my training regimen that I have. I, I work out pretty hard. Uh, and especially the, 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 the amount of, I don't ride a lot of, a lot of races anymore. I, I kind of pick and choose and don't, don't ride as much. So I have to stay really fit and extra fit. So, and I want to be, you know, I want to be on, on top of my game whenever I, I do get that chance, you know, to ride that good horse in a big race. So, so I work out all the time and it's just something that, that I've made a way of life and I do it five days a week and, and it's kept me going so far. So being able to stay at, at, and compete at this level uh, at, at such a later, later time in my career, uh, uh, I contributed all to, to working out and, and the workout regimen that I have. Let's go to the Breeders' Cup because this one was a very eye-opening, very public um, Breeders' Cup where they changed a lot of rules. They also, you know, the week before you already hit a bump with Go Rocket Ride, I mean, a, a problem there. And it was very visualized in public as to how it was all handled also. And unfortunately, the horse was put down, but you know, being so physically fit yourself and having to watch that physical fitness of the horses. And then Tamra, you're very, very in tune with these horses when you ride them. Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I adore horses. I mean, everything I have in my life is because of a horse. And, 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 and the relationships in my life really are all, everything is because of a racehorse. And, and, and I, so I, I, I care for them uh more than I actually care for myself, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, it, it you know we're going into the Breeders' Cup with a lot of high hopes with with Go Rocket Ride and Tamra and and for him to get hurt and then you know to to have to be put down on top of it was just 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 gut wrenching. It just let the the wind out of out of out of ourselves, and it was it was pretty much over after that happened, uh, which was very unfortunate. But in this sport and all sports, you know you. You have injuries, and sometimes they're 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 severe. The the owners did a wonderful job of trying to to, to save him, and 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 went all out trying to do so. It cost them a fortune, probably trying to save him, and and they did all they could do. It just wasn't meant to be. Uh, and then Tamara wind up coming out of the Breeders' Cup uh, juvenile with a with a a broken splint bone, which she'll be okay. It's just going to take some time for her to to get back with they'll give her a good four or five months off and then we'll start back with her and she still i i she has a lot of uh i have still have a lot of high hopes for her she's got a she's an extremely talented filly and it's just too bad that that had to happen at, at that time anyway uh it's just the way the the way the sports go sometimes and sometimes you know you're you're sometimes you're the windshield sometimes you're the bug <laughs> now being a jockey with all these new hisa rules and having you know, the, the horses pretty much literally looked up, up and down, back and forth. You know, they're kept in bubble wrap pretty much until they get on that track where you guys take them. What do you think of all of these new HESA rules that are coming about? Yeah, no, they're great for the sport. I mean, you, you have uh, horses looked over, like you said, uh, 
before it even gets the opportunity to breeze. I mean, you'll have anywhere from three to four vets at, at all times with their eyes on on these horses now. And I mean, I feel as safe as ever, if, if not more now. To be honest with you out there, I mean, it's my life that's, that's on the line uh, with, along with a horse when we're out there. And so you certainly got to chug, you know, trust the people that, that, that you're – it's you're around and you're riding for and 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 I truly do I I I feel safer now than than I've honestly ever have, you know I all the, the stricter the rules the the, the, the you know it, I know it it's, might be a pain and you know what every now and then but it is what it is and then, and as long as we can keep these horses happy healthier and safer man it's we're gonna we're gonna be happy healthier and safer as well because we're on their back. Now you got your nickname Big Money Mike. From Bob Packard, one of yes. the most controversial characters right now, and you ride for him all the time. There's been some problems lately. There's an actual defamation case that was is out there now from some of the betters and everything. Being put in that spotlight and being connected to that, I mean, do you, is there some sort of blinders you put on yourself? Well, I, I know the man. As as well as anybody, especially a lot, a whole lot better than the people who are, <laughs> who are who are saying these things or or have the lawsuit against him that ever known him. And if you really, if you when you know Bob, I mean, he cares for his horses. He's 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 a good man. He's he's, you know, he 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 just he gets a why he gets this bad rap. I'm I'm really because he wins uh, <laughs> quite a bit. And I, you know, and everybody, some people just don't agree with that. But, but I, 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 I watch, I watch, but, but the way he, I, I, I see and I watch and, and, and I, at firsthand, the way he cares and takes care of his horses and, and what, what kind of shape they're in going into a race. I mean, they're, you know, people act like he just has these horses that, that he got out of someone's backyard and he's winning the Kentucky Derby with them. I mean, these are high priced very very expensive talented talented horses and he takes the utmost care for them i feel as safe if not you know safer riding for bob i've 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 ridden for him from for many many years and and i would state my 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 career and and, and i and my life because i ride for him all the time on him uh and, and behind the scenes if you see you know, how he is with his with his crew and his help and, and everyone involved uh just a really really good man it's too bad that this has to be going on right now for him well, I've seen him at sales, so I'm totally on your side with that. <laughs> I completely understand, and I, I don't understand why some of these other people are doing what they're doing, but they are. Anyway, we have an influx of new jockeys coming in from Europe. We just added Frankie Dettori is supposed to be riding in California. <laughs> when? We don't know because he's just on a reality show out in the jungle somewhere. Got to get him out of the out of the jungle first to get him back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are we ever going to see Mike Smith doing a reality show? Well, I, I did jockeys, I guess, with some sort of reality show. Uh, somewhat uh, a few years back, it was on Animal Planet that we did. Uh, uh, I've been approached about going on Dancing with the Stars, but I I I am not much of a of a, of a dancer. Oh come on. <laughs> But I, I would never say never. I, if the right opportunity came up, the right show, I, I think uh, I think I'd give it a shot. Uh, I think Frankie did a great job on this show. I, I got the chance to watch a little bit of it and, and just found it very fascinating. I thought he did really, really well. He represented the jockeys very, very well and explaining he, he, a little bit as to how, what you guys go through. 
He did, and, and, and he does, and he always is. You know, he's fun to be around, Frankie. He's a fun, fun guy, wonderful person, uh, just a brilliant rider, and it's always great to, to have to have great riders to ride with and against. Uh, you know, it makes you right, 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 raise your, your, your game to another level as well, which, which I, I, I love. I love great competition. Now, your career spans since the early 90s. You've racked up Breeders' Cup wins, Triple Crown win was justified, Irish Guineas, Queen's Plate, Dubai World Cup. <laughs> You're in the National Museum of Racing Hall of Fame. Like, what do you want to do next? I want to do it all over again. <laughs> you know, uh, when you had a good meal, you know, you you always want seconds or you want to go back and have it again. And, and, and that's kind of what it is. You know, once you, you've been blessed to have won any of those races or any any race of, of that magnitude, uh, it's a feeling like no other. And the only other way you're going to feel it is is to do it again. And sometimes it even feels better the second time, believe it or not, uh, so yeah, just a few things I'd like to do again. I I've always uh, I love to get one more derby if it's possible. I certainly want to go for it. I've got another year or two left in my career that I that I, I believe that I'm still competing at that level. I, I feel like I'm still still there uh, when I ride. At least I feel that way. If if it starts to show that I don't, well, then it's time to hang it up. But right now I I feel amazing. I'm I. Feel as good now. I, I I can honestly say that I feel as good now as I do as back when I was when I turned forty. I mean, so I see no reason why to hang it up. People ask me why when are you gonna retire? I, I feel like I am. This is retirement, man. This is wonderful. Who gets to do stuff like I get to do? You get to get on the back of an amazing animal, beautiful horse, and compete and travel and win these kind of races and 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 sit here in my living room and just wait for it to happen again and again and again. I mean, why, why would I stop? <laughs> Let's talk about the triple crown with justify. You did that, but then just recently, just last week, they had one of the races, Santa Anita Derby was canceled as a win. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what, what will go on there. It's, it's not over yet. That, that whole thing uh, It's kind of silly. It was a, it was a thing that it was in alfalfa several horses uh that that got that batch of alfalfa on the backside uh had that it's not a performer enhancing thing at all whatsoever and it's just silly the whole thing is just absolutely silly but it is what it is and 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 it's not over yet and we'll just see what what happens on that part but but yeah, getting the opportunity to ride justify and, and, and winning the, the triple crown is, is is the holy grail. I mean it's I mean it's it's life truly life changing. Um you know, uh my career could have ended that that day. That could have been the last time I rode rode and, and I would have really honestly felt like I had truly done it all because of because of that horse and because of you know winning the triple crown it just means that much and but again it's a feeling like no other man you want to do it one more time uh if, again it's very difficult to do and it but th there's always a chance isn't there i mean it's a tough game and as long as you're in it and you're competing there's a chance that, that who knows that next star could be right around the corner and next thing you know and get the derby first and then after that see see what happens but i'd like to really go one one, one really good 
if not this year, coming up maybe next year as well. Just see if I get a chance to, to ride in the Derby again and take another shot at it. What advice do you give the new jockeys coming up? Because there's a lot of them, male and female now. Oh, you know, just 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 surround yourself around the right people. Watch, learn, ask, you know, ask questions. Um, you know, just study, study, study. Never stop, never stop learning. Uh, and you know, there's a saying that I that I've always really admired and, and liked. And it was you know, comes from Claiborne Farm, Bull Hancock, where they said at Claiborne, you know, we do the usual unusually well. And and really that's that's what that's what it is just doing the basic things, uh, really good and better than 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 the next person and and if you do things like that, uh, you'll get great results. Mike, I thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy day with your dog to sit down and talk to us. My name is Tatiana Ryan. This is Mike Smith, a professional jockey, the epic master of horses. Thank you so much, Mike. Well, thank you so much. Sorry, my dog made some noise there for a little bit, but <laughs> she just wanted to be heard. <laughs> That's quite all right. <laughs>